Trick or treat, everyone. It's Betsy, and here's the spooky offerings we have coming up in the Popping Collars feed for October 2021. On a ghoulish episode of Popping Collars, we weigh in on the most famous and sometimes infamous examples of religious horror movies. Will all four hosts just pick The Exorcist over and over again? Listen and find out if you dare. Greg compiled a whole new panel of guests for this month's episode of The Canon. They dive into the fiendish works of Al Pacino. Going on 30 years, the finish line of movies from 1990 with a look back at the terrifying classic Pretty Woman. Finally, special guest Stephen McHale returns on The Sacred Six to discuss the most horrifying Beatles album of all time, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Turn the lights on, lock your doors. The call may be coming from inside the house and keep those collars popped. to the canon a part conversation part competition show where each of us attempt to assemble the most entertaining group of films using the works of an actor creator genre or theme who is us you ask well it's me your host greg knight and here's the rest of the crew here's the thing you're used to like the avengers lineup of popping collars We've uh, we've gone out and gotten ourselves an all-star group. We've gotten like West Coast <laughs> Avengers representation, Alpha Flight representation. And so I'm going to go around and introduce uh, a bunch of folks that you may know and some folks you may not. Eric Matoye is with us. Eric, where are you? What are you up to? Good morning, evening, and afternoon, sports fans. This is Eric Matoye out in San Francisco, rector of St. Francis Church in St. Francis Wood. That's St. Francis Cubed out here, wishing you good greetings on this foggy day in San Francisco. Martin Elfert is also with us from way up in the Pacific Northwest. That's right. Martin Alfred from uh, Grace Memorial Episcopal Church in Portland, Oregon. I don't do as many... um, uh, Avengers references as, as some folks. I am content to be um, uh, Beast Man from He-Man, however. <laughs> wow. You've gone somewhere that I can't follow you, Martin. <laughs> 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 Masters of the universe world. That's right. Uh, I'm working my way west to east, and so I've arrived at the Midwest where Heidi Carter resides. Heidi, welcome to Popping Collars. Great to be here. I am in Kansas City, Missouri at St. Paul's Episcopal Church, where I am the Associate for Ministry, and I'm looking forward to our time together. (laughs) Heidi's got some bona fides. You haven't heard her on Popping Collars, but she is one of the renowned Episcopal experts on Harry Potter. All right. And we can talk about the whole J.K. Rowling trans thing off list. because Yeah, it's a yeah. I, it's a I thing. should also say, uh, Heidi can tell you everything you need to know about Eddie Izzard as well. And that'll help cover the J.K. Rowling. Stuff. He is on my list of future husbands. <laughs> 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 Finally, we've made it all the way down to where I am here in 
Florida. Laura Schlett is with us. Hi, Laura. Hey, Laura Schlett. I'm a member here at Bethesda by the Sea. I get to see Greg all the time. He's mm-hmm. uh, He hangs out with my kids and keeps them from uh, getting into too much trouble there at church. Um, I'm also the co-host of the Being Truly podcast. Which we crossed over with not too long we ago. We did. Yeah. Yes, that was fun. Let's get this thing started. Okay, this month, because I already teased it and we kind of have to see it through, we're drafting the movies of Al Pacino. Before we get started... Does anyone have a hot Al Pacino take? Okay, here's a here's a hot take. There's two categories of of actors in the world and and super notable actors. There are um, uh, the actors who disappear into roles, uh, and uh, you 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 can't, sort of can't even believe it's them. So we've just heard that there's new photos of Jared Leto in some movie. I forget what it is, and it's unrecognizable as Jared Leto. Uh, Pacino, on the other hand, is like Nick Cage, which is to say <laughs> that uh, who you get, who you get is Al Pacino, and uh, and sometimes it's it's louder and softer Al Pacino or more and less intense Al Pacino, but it's it's always Al Pacino, and you've either cast him correctly or or not. Uh, Laura, what when I say Al Pacino, what do you think of? I hate to say this, but overrated. I am oh. not an Al. Pa- I am not oh. an Al Pacino fan. <laughs> I am not. I love the Godfather movies. Well, the first two. We will pretend the third one doesn't exist. Yeah. But yeah, I just one of my dear friends is a huge Al Pacino fan. She just, you know, Heidi's love of Eddie Izzard is her love of Al Pacino, and I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand it because he tends to play Al Pacino. And I sometimes just want to see something a little bit different. And I feel like every time I go into an Al Pacino movie, I know what I'm getting. Fun fact for me, I saw Al Pacino's Estranged Dad in a workout video for senior citizens one time. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so (laughs) weird. Wow. Well, what's the most weird about that is that you were actually watching a workout video for senior citizens. (laughs) Right, right. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be exciting then. We're going to divvy up the works of Al Pacino (laughs) and see what we get out of this. Uh, Okay, here are the rules for the canon. The goal of the game is to create the most entertaining group of four movies. Once a film has been selected, it's off the board. No one else can choose it. The draft order will be randomly selected and picks will be made in a snake order. So that means the person who picks last in the first round We'll get to pick first in the second round. It'll make sense as we go along. I'll point to you when it's your turn to pick a movie. And at the end of the draft, each person will get one minute to defend his or her canon. Fans will be able to vote for their favorites on our website at poppingcollegepodcast.com. Does everyone understand? Let's go. (laughs) So I have spun the wheel of choosing who goes. Heidi... You have the first pick in the Al Pacino draft. What are you taking off the board? I'm going to take one that I've actually seen, Scent of a Woman. Ooh. Uh, Nice. All right. I get second pick. I have a very specific strategy that I'm going for. I'm going to start with The Devil's Advocate. Mm. Keanu Reeves. I know. 
I can I am leaving some really quality movies on the board. I'm going straight to the garbage right away. However, I have a strategy and I don't want somebody to snake in and grab it before I get a chance One of the great questions of drafting is do you do you draft by your positional need or do you draft the best player available? Ooh. There you go. That's Ooh. the question. That's the question. Yeah. Uh, Laura, you have the third pick. All right. I'm going to go with Serpico. Uh, police officer. Beardy Al Pacino. Beardy Al Pacino. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hides think- his face a little. <laughs> Helps me not remember it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see your strategy. What's the least... <laughs> Al Pacino looking Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Get. <laughs> totally get it. Eric, you are up next. I am making a long shot for Frankie and Johnny. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm going all over the place with you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about this. I'm in love with you. I love you. I am totally, completely mad for you. My heart stops every time I look at you. Personally, I think we should be married. I definitely want to have kids, four or five, if possible. There, I said it. It wasn't so difficult. You don't have to say anything. It's fine with me. I just wanted to get it out myself. Talk about a load-off. Talk about a load-off? I I haven't seen it. Is it good? Uh, Al Pacino in the romantic role with... um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank you. I was trying to politely say which blonde of the 90s. <laughs> yes. That one. That one. Um, okay, Martin, you not only get the next pick, but you get two picks in a row. Oh. Because we're snaking back the way uh-huh. we can. Good. Well, with the fifth overall pick, Team Alfred is honored to select Scarface. Wow. Wasn't that written by like Oliver Stone or something? The Scarface oh, remake. It's it's weird to learn like who's the writer and different. Th- I'm not certain. That was that would kind of fit with my with my strategy. So I'm a little disappointed, but I had no illusions that Scarface was going to make it back to me. So, uh, so uh, now you get to pick again. All right, and and with the first pick of the second round, Dean Melford is honored to uh, select the Dark Horse candidate Insomnia. I had a friend of mine got me the book Insomnia when it first came out and he wrote in the cover, like where he signed it as like a gift. He said, I hope this doesn't keep you up at night. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) And that's when I've learned that if I'm going to gift books to people, I need to write something really clever in the front. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, we're coming back the way we came. So, Eric, you are the next pick. Um, let's see. I already had Frank and Johnny, so I'm going for Angels in America. Oh, well done. Right, HBO miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, very, uh, very topical at the time. Uh, okay, Laura, you are up next. All right. I am going to go with one I actually saw, despite him being in it, which is Merchant of Venice. <laughs> To bait fish withal. If it will feed nothing else, it will feed my revenge. He hath disgraced me and hindered me 
half a million laughed at my losses, mocked at my gains, scorned my nation, thwarted my bargains, cooled my friends, heated my enemies, and what's his reason? I am a Jew! Had that a Jew eyes? Had that a Jew hands? Organs? Dimensions? Senses, affections, passions, fed with the same food, hurt with the same weapons, subject to the same diseases, healed by the same means, warmed and cooled by the same winter and summer as a Christian is. If you prick us, do we not bleed? If you tickle us, do we not laugh? If you poison us, do we not die? And if you rug us, shall we not revenge? Really? Shakespeare? Yeah, Shakespeare, right? <laughs> he snagged one from me. <laughs> he, he's you know, not I, really Shakespearean, I will I will say. Well <laughs> it's not know. his forte it's not his forte. The, no, not at all. <laughs> Back to me. So I went devil's advocate before. And this time, see, you guys are going to think that I'm really weird here because there's a lot of really classic movies that are on this list. But I am going for Dick Tracy. The, uh, what? Madonna? That's right. The much maligned early attempt at a superhero film. Uh, Dick Tracy, Warren Beatty mm-hmm. uh, doing his best with Madonna and a crazy cast, including Al Pacino. Uh, Heidi. We are. We have finally come back to you. You still have really good options here. So I get to pick two. And you get to pick two. That's right. Okay, I'm going to go with The Irishman. And I'm going to go with... Um, I can't decide how random I want to be. If I want to be funny or if I want to actually try to do well. Because those <laughs> things never go hand in hand. Never go hand in hand. Um, but I'll go with Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, darn it. Classic. <laughs> But I'll trade somebody. Oh, whoever had Frankie and Johnny, but you can't trade. So, okay. Classic. Uh, Okay, back to me. I know what you're thinking. Based on my list so far, is Greg going to take Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie, or is he going to take Gigli? Uh, But I'm not going to take either of those. I'm going any given Sunday. Ooh. Most definitely an Oliver Stone movie. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the difference between winning and losing. Any given Sunday, which uh, if you ever wanted to learn anything about football, don't watch that movie. It's the least realistic (laughs) football movie ever made. (laughs) It's terrible. Uh, Laura, we are back to you. I am going to go with her author, author. Oh, okay. Now you've got me stumped. Have you actually seen this movie? I have not seen this movie. (laughs) Okay. I have not seen this movie. I have a very random strategy going on right now. Okay. <laughs> I think I understand. Would you like to know what author author is about though? Do I, do I want, do I need to know? Sure. 
Go ahead. And okay. IMDb doesn't recognize it as a movie. Nope, there it is. <laughs> That's bad. Like, while facing the stress of his play being produced on Broadway, a playwright deals with having to raise his son, his stepdaughters, and his stepsons. 1982. Something Young. in the back of my mind says I saw this on IFC Films back in the 1990s. All right, Eric, we're back to you. Back to me. All right. Following a non-theme I have, I'm looking at <laughs> Revolution from the oh. 1980s. Once again, playing a New Yorker or New Yorker type, but 200 years ago. Uh, Martin, we're back to you. You get two. Uh, good. I am uh, delighted to select the um, the twins, one of whom is more talented than the other. Uh, Godfathers Part 2 and 3. Go on, my son. I betrayed myself. I killed men. And I ordered men to be killed. Go on, my son. Go on. Ah, it's useless. Go on, my son. I kill. I ordered the death of my brother. He injured me. I killed my mother's son. I killed my father's <laughs> Your sins are terrible. And it is just that you suffer. Your life would be redeemed. But I know that you don't believe that. You will not change. Okay, hold up. <laughs> you, you went two and three instead of one and two? I did. I did. I, I, so I, I was hinting at this earlier. I am, I am, I am drafting with a, a positional lens rather than a best player available lens. Okay. These are, these are, these are the uh, players I need for my team. Okay. All right. I'll be interested to hear your argument at the end of all of this, but the Godfather three, having recently revisited that movie on our podcast. Wow. What a pick. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible flex by Martin. <laughs> Eric, what is your last Al Pacino movie? I'm looking to see what's left. Oh my goodness. Oh, Glengarry Glenn Ross. Yeah. David Mamet and a boiler room. Too much testosterone in one space. Yeah. Second place is a set of steak knives. Third place <laughs> is you fired. I'm really impressed with your movies, by the way, Eric. If we were just going based on quality of film, I think that you've won. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how how the arguments get made. Laura, what is your last Al Pacino pick? Mm, let's see. I think I'm gonna have to go with the humbling. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't care what they're about. <laughs> Do you want to know what the humbling is about? <laughs> sure, go ahead and tell me what it's about. I really don't care. <laughs> At this point, I'm just kind of curious about these movies. <laughs> The Humbling is about a stage actor who slowly loses his mind, engaging in a relationship with a younger woman. That was new. It's 2014. Oh. Right. Okay, we're back to me. Humbling. It's off the board. 
so one last pick for me, and I am choosing. Wait, it's not on this list, but it should be on this list. Why isn't it on this list? Uh, hiding picks. Is this going to be allowed? <laughs> Wait, this. Okay. Wait. I've got okay. a movie. Name that's it. Not name on it. This name list. it. I've got a movie that's not on this list, but it is an Al Pacino movie. It's called Searching for Richard, where Al Pacino plays Richard the Third. What's the My Kingdom for a Horse? Richard, Richard, I think it's Richard the Third. Yeah. So it's Al Pacino playing Richard the Third, and he makes a documentary about the making of him playing Richard the Third in a movie called Searching for Richard. Very good. Looking for Richard. Looking for Richard. Looking for Richard. I think that's what it was called. It's a highly irregular grade. Looking for Richard. That you're selecting a a pick that was not on the list. Yeah. (laughs) Reminiscent of the Canucks choice of Pavel Bure in the 1989 entry draft. That will round out my canon. No, not Martin. Heidi. Yes, sir. You get the last pick. Um, I was going to pick it as a joke because I didn't think it was actually about this. And I quickly looked it up and it actually is about this. So I'm going to pick Salome, 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 Salome. She is monstrous. Thy daughter, she is altogether monstrous. In truth, what she has done was a great crime. I am sure that it was a crime against an unknown god. I approve of what my daughter has done, and I will stay here now. Oh, there speaks the incestuous wife. Come. I will not stay here. Is it really about Salome? It really is. Allegedly. Wow. It was going to be. Whether it was or not, it was going to be. Look at that. Yeah, uh, my comment to our associate who was preaching on that text that week was, what kind of psychopath asks for a head? (laughs) If they can have anything. I really thought she should have been mom should have gotten mother of the year because what kind of a lesson did she just teach her daughter about being a horrible human being okay daughters live with their mother's choices for the rest of their lives that that never happens that's right (laughs) um okay so here we go here are your gospel according to al pacino's heidi you've got scent of a woman yes irishman dog day afternoon Uh and salome and do I, I really have to go first? Yes, you need to defend your canon. On this. I need to say why these four movies matter in the lives of humans today. Mm-hmm. Gosh, um, I'm going to, how long do I have? You have a minute. Oh, dude. Okay, because <laughs> nothing says, nothing says companionship, loyalty, and devotion like Chris O'Donnell when he was following Al Pacino around. Um mm-hmm as well as he did in another lifetime, follow Batman around and really help him be the person he means to be. He really brings out your best self, just like Bobby De Niro did for Al Pacino in The Irishman. Because Bobby De Niro, who got to make a movie with Barbara Streisand and Meet the Parents, was around one of the most award-winning women on this planet, 
who is also on my list of future wives. Um, in Dog Day Afternoon, our brother Al Pacino is defending, he's robbing a bank mm-hmm. to buy medicine for someone. Mm-hmm. What kind of loyalty and companionship is there other than that? And finally, in Salome, for a girl to ask for the head of, to avenge her mother. I mean, that is loyalty, companionship, true, true trust and camaraderie. All of this is just, if you care about friendship, if you care about loyalty, if you care about Batman and Robin, this is your pick. Wow. Just saying. Truly impressive stuff <laughs> there. <laughs> that was a compelling argument. I hadn't yeah. thought I hadn't thought of bringing in uh, other films. This we're, we're this is almost uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon going on. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> uh, my canon is The Devil's Advocate, Dick Tracy, Any Given Sunday, and Looking for Richard. Now, here's the thing: when you're talking about Al Pacino, you're talking about a guy who's kind of a weirdo. Now, he he has made some truly fabulous movies. Movies that are just in the pantheon of like greatest American movies ever made. But those movies tend to have a subtle Al Pacino, a slow and thoughtful Al Pacino. And at the end of the day, that's not the kind of energy you want from your Al Pacino. You want big energy. You want lots of Al Pacino. You want someone who's screaming into the camera all of the passion and ferocity that's in their soul. It's just begging to come out. Al Pacino is a big actor. And so what you want are big acting roles. And that's what I chose is my He's five foot seven. It's overcompensating. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Laura, you have in your Al Pacino canon, Serpico, the Merchant of Venice, Author, author, and the humbling. Laura, defend your canon. Okay. I did not go all academic like the rest of you so far. I literally was going for the Al Pacinos who looked the most like Jesus. (laughs) 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 That that was as close, (laughs) given, given my taste of Al Pacino and my opinion the closest I could get to likening him to Jesus was to try to find as many roles where he looks like Jesus as possible. Great. And if I had known <laughs> that looking for Richard was on that list, that would have been one of my early picks. <laughs> yep. Eric, you have, this is a great list. You have Frankie yeah. and Johnny, Angels in America, Revolution, and Glengarry Glen Ross. Eric, defend your canon. Al Pacino is, in the words of my uh, in-laws of the, of not quite Mayflower stock, but two ships after, he's an attractive, dark ethnic type. And by ethnic, I mean New York. So what I was looking for were all, and I think he's one of the best Popeye crazy gangsters ever made. Mm-hmm. De Niro subtle, Al Pacino, you see him looking at your car, you just give him the keys to the car. So I looked for the movies that were the opposite of that. Frankie and Johnny, Romance, Michelle Pfeiffer, Ooh, Angels America, similar but opposite because he plays Roy Cohn to Emma Thompson as the angel in America. In Glengarry Glenn Ross, David Mamet, he runs the boiler room as he so 
worthless everythings. And I love that she remembered second place steak knife, third place were fired. Very intense, but again, not a gangster role. Certainly a guy with dubious morals, though. And even more so, Revolution, where he plays a fur trapper in the American Revolution who reluctantly goes to save 13 colonies because I can't remember if it's his kid or his nephew or something, ends up joining the revolution to be the little drummer boy. So I was playing, I was making choices that cast against type. Excellent, excellent stuff. Well thought, Eric. I like it. Very passionate, passionately argued. Martin, Thank you. let me recap you real quick. You have Scarface, Insomnia, and then The Godfather Part 2, maybe more controversially, The Godfather Part 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Martin, yeah. give it to me. Yeah, so ESPN right now is is running a story about The Godfather not being drafted in this. Yes. Uh, there's there's soul-searching going on across America <laughs> about uh, – that the Godfather will be will be signing as an undrafted free agent with a with a team, so I, I decided to uh, I decided to draft as Ecclesiastes. I decided to draft uh, from the sort of a, a depressive or defeated lens, and all of the films in which I chose uh, Al ends up defeated at the end. Uh, in some cases, literally, and in other cases, figuratively. So. Um, at the end of Godfather Part Two, he is defeated by his own loneliness and betrayal. Uh, at the end of Godfather Part Three, uh, uh, that uh, his loneliness and betrayal escalates into his uh, his murder. In uh, Scarface, uh, famously, he dies in a hail of bullets while wearing a fantastic white suit. And in the underappreciated Christopher Nolan joint, uh, Insomnia, uh, Al ends the movie defeated by his own uh, lack of sleep and moral crapulence. Wait, what was that last word? Uh, and actually might be, I should look in my dictionary because it might be, it might be uh, redundant to say moral crap. <laughs> it's possible that crap <laughs> is by definition moral. I'm not, I'm not really positive. Is it crapulence? Are you saying crapulence? Crapulence, yes, that's right. This is not a word I know. It sounds like a little crapulence, like you're making it up. Yes. <laughs> wow. So we've ended things on a bummer as far as our, as our pitches are concerned. But we've all learned a valuable lesson, which is that crapulence is a great word to roll out. Whenever. Even though we don't know what it means. Yeah, actually, I, I did. So it, the, the, the modifier is necessary. Uh, because uh, crapulent, crapulent by itself means means drunk, so right. so moral crapulent ah, is uh, he's he's drunken he's drunken with um got it with moral failures. I love Lovely. it. Uh, I think Martin has pointed out something that's clear though, which is that we left a lot of movies on the table, including like The Godfather and Carlito's Way and Heat. Uh, Michael Mann fans out there are going to be screaming at their radios, but. It's not our fault. We picked the movies that we picked. So if you want to get in on this action, you can write us a nasty email about the things that we picked, or you can just vote for who you think has the best canon. Just go to poppingcollarspodcast.com and click on the canon voting link at the top of the screen and vote for who you think has the best Al Pacino canon. And then we'll uh, we'll use that to um, to taunt each other the next time we come together thank you uh heidi thank you martin thank you laura thank you eric for coming on the canon 
we'll pick a different topic to discuss next time. And until then, keep those college pops.